It's the comedy podcast brought to you by me, Love Dev Barpega. It's a crazy little thing called Love Dev, episode 91. Turd Burglar. <laughs> people how you doing welcome back to another late episode <laughs> there's me right going on my buzzsprout account to see oh when was the last time i did a podcast because i fancy doing one i looked on the date and it's exactly four weeks ago <laughs> four weeks mate <laughs> dear oh dear I know, it's probably because I'm like, what do I even talk about? (laughs) I don't know, man. Don't know. Well, the Edinburgh Fringe Festival's coming up soon, um, 2022. Finally back on after a a two-year gap. There was one last year, um, and apparently it was the best one from what I've heard. (laughs) Probably because it wasn't organised by the Fringe um, Society, uh, whatever they're called. For, for, um, yeah. <laughs> so it was basically a lot of people went up and put shows on at venues that hold, you know, that will use their rooms during the festival. And I had loads of people made money. <laughs> and because there was fewer shows, there was more people there. But there were fewer shows which where everyone just made, you know, tons and tons of cash. <laughs> so, yeah, it's back on. And you know what? I, I don't even know if I've told you guys because I, I feel like I have, but I don't think I have. But anyway, for those of you who don't know, um, I'm going to be in Edinburgh. I'll be chosen for a lineup called Best in Class. And um, I'll be there for the first week. So it's basically handpicked by a lovely lady named Sean Davies. who's also got her own show at the Pleasance. So do check that out. I'll be there for the first week, kicking off the lineup. And every week it's a different lineup. And a lot of the comedians that are on the, the show are doing well, really successful. Some of them are signed up now with big agents. So, yeah, man. Um... I'm hoping that will be me soon. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I really hope so. But yeah, so I'll be there at Edinburgh. So if you're going to be there, um, I'll be there from the 3rd of August to the 10th of August. Make sure you come down. If not, if you can't make it then, and you're going to be there in a later week, make sure you get down to watch the best in class in Edinburgh Festival. So yeah, apart from that, I've got a holiday booked. I'm going to Turkey for two weeks. <laughs> now, originally, right, it was booked for eight days. And then I got an email from an airline company. I think it's Turkish Airlines. So my flight out is with Jet2. And then I'm flying back to Birmingham with Turkish Airlines. I basically booked everything myself rather than going through an agent, which, to be fair, is safer because you're protected if there's any changes. And, uh, yeah, I got a change. 
I got an email, right, from the website that I booked it um, via the, 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 the airline. And it said, your flight has been changed. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you mean my flight's been changed? So I looked on the date and was supposed to be returning back on a Thursday. And then it gave me a Monday. And I was like, hold on. What day is that? That's a bank holiday in England. I was hoping to get back and hopefully get a job. You know, on a bank holiday, as you all know, it's good money. It's like, what, double pay, triple pay, whatever, I don't know. Whatever you guys are earning is more than you usually get. (laughs) So I thought, yeah, I'll do that. And then I'm like, oh, so our holiday has basically been extended by four days. So literally we're there just under two weeks. I'm like, what are you meant? Like, how can a how can an airline company just do that? Just like, oh, sorry, we've changed your date. You you can't fly back then. You can fly back this time. So on the email, it said, "Click here for changes." There was no other link to say if you do what if you do not want this, um, you can cancel and stuff like that. So I thought, where's the information? How do I change the date? Because I might just cancel it and see if I can get another flight back. And um, I thought, all right, let me just click on this, you know, accept the change. I clicked on it and I thought it would take me to the website where you confirm it again, that you're happy to change a flight straight away. Thank you for your change. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, this is so sneaky. It's like proper sneaky. You know what I mean? So then I was speaking to the operator online, probably some guy from India. Because he had an Indian name, like Vesakish. I was like, yeah, this dude's in India or somewhere in, you know, in Asia. <laughs> I was talking to him. I was like, I want to talk to you about my flight change, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, it seems like you've accepted the change. I said, yeah, I was trying to click on the link to get to your website. And he goes, oh, unfortunately, you've already changed it and you've accepted it. Therefore, we can't change your flight or give you a, a refund. <laughs> so I'm like man what do we do now so I thought you know what it don't matter now I'm there for an extra four days things always happen for a reason so I thought right I booked a villa as well yeah really nice villa Um, is so we're going to Antalya in case you're wondering where in Turkey I'm going and then I thought you know what there's a place called Kash right in Turkey spelled K-A-S but it's pronounced cash and it's so scenic and i want to go there now so i said to my missus i said we're gonna go to cash (laughs) for four nights we're going there and my wife's like oh how far is it and i'm like it's only a five hour drive (laughs) from where we are and she's like five hours i said yeah we can do it i said think about it we drove to cornwall that was four hours (laughs) <laughs> so so yeah going to cash now i mean the good thing about it is when you if i don't know if any of you know cash but the, um there's a greek island very like very close to to turkey i think it's the nearest one um i forgot what it's called now i think it's called meal or mia some mir i think and it's like a 30 minute boat ride and you can go there so I thought, you know what? We're going Greece as well. <laughs> I mean, it's a tiny, like, and I mean really tiny island. 
And I think there's only 300 people who live on that island. I thought, don't matter. We can say we've been to Greece as well. So we're doing that. But the worst thing is, right, so I was trying to book an accommodation. I finally got one. And I was on Airbnb and I found this accommodation. And I thought, you know what? This is all right. This is cheap. This is this is a good price. You know, nice villa. It's it's good for our budget. And I, and I booked it and I paid it fully. Yeah. And then the dude sends me an email. <laughs> right. And he goes, um, thank you for booking my villa. If you can make half of the payment, right? So he's asking about £600. If you can make half of that payment via money bank transfer. And I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. There's the scam. Scam right there. <laughs> cancel. Because he had free cancellation. I press canceled it. And I was and I sent a message to Airbnb to say this guy's trying to scam me, you know. Like I've paid for it fully. How can you come back to me and say, Can you pay half through money bank transfer? I thought, yep, you're a scammer, mate. And then Airbnb are like, Oh, we're gonna have to investigate. I go, What you gotta have to investigate? He's clearly trying to scam me. I've paid for the thing fully, and he's come back to me asking if I can give you more money. <laughs> I go, there's nothing you need to do. You need to block this person. And he's using a fake account. All right. And I mean, I should have saw it coming, to be honest. And you know what I did? I did that clever thing. I um, copied the image of the website, um, like of the building where we were supposed to be staying. And I um, pasted it into Google search images. So you can search for an image on Google. And I think you could do it on other browsers. And um, it found a place, right? It found the exact villa, same photo. And I thought, where's this villa? And it was all the way in Dalaman. <laughs> and then I thought, yeah, he's trying to scam me. It's not even where it is. You know what I mean? I even looked on Google Maps to see if I could see from um, this, like you know, the satellite image. Nope, it wasn't there. And that's when I thought, yeah, alarm bells ringing. Anyway, I made a complaint to Airbnb. I said, you guys are stressed me out. This guy stressed me out. So as cheekily, I said, I want a discount code. <laughs> you know, I'm Indian, British Indian. Got to get a discount somehow. And they sent me a discount. They go, yeah. First of all, we're going to have to look into it. I go, no, you need to send me a discount. So they sent me a 30 quid voucher. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That compared towards the other villa that I book, which hopefully is genuine. I think it is genuine because um, the guy was asking me a load of questions, you know, like, what do you do and what does your wife do and how many kids you got? And and I was like, yeah, I'm, I, I work in hospitals and um, I'm a comedian. And he was like, like, he's from Denmark, this dude is. And he was like, oh, really? Wow, you're a comedian. You need to come to Denmark and, and do a show. I was like, I'd love to go to Denmark and do some comedy. <laughs> so if anyone from Denmark is listening to this, get in touch, man. I'll come up and do a show. Just so um, my landlord, who I'm renting the villa off, can come and see me. <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. I've got Edinburgh. I've got my turkey holiday. And uh, yeah, things are going great. Let's do a um, no stupid questions, shall we? Because I don't know what to talk about. 
This might be a very short podcast, but I say that and I'll I'll find something in it. So uh, let's yeah, let's get on with the show. Here's your today's no stupid question. So this question today is brought to you as usually from the forum on Reddit. No stupid questions. Today's post has been posted by Melon Link. Now this is a proper random one, and you know me. <laughs> it's always random. So the question Melon Link has asked is what are you supposed to say when someone knocks in a public bathroom? <laughs> now, if I'm on the bug, right, and there's someone usually most people don't knock. <laughs> Do they? They try they try and like open the door. Uh, sometimes you know when someone's using the bathroom because you can see like the red mark and you know that means it's locked. Green, open, red, locked. Simple, right? A lot of people don't see that or they see and they think, no, I'm still going to try and open the door. So <laughs> I've had people trying to open it, right? And I'm like, I'll say hello. And then they won't, they, they won't even say hello back. They'll just disappear. <laughs> and then while you're on the toilet, you're wondering, I wonder who that was. <laughs> Which colleague or what type of person was it? Maybe they couldn't hear me. They could be um, hard of hearing. Or, do you know what I mean? Or they're too embarrassed to reply back. I don't know. But... I normally will say, um, sorry. I don't know why. I always apologize. <laughs> sorry. And they'll go, uh, it's okay. Or like I said, they won't repeat anything. They'll just disappear. Another one is, hello. <laughs> I think I've said hello when I'm on the toilet, especially in a public place. <laughs> What what do you guys say if somebody knocks on the bathroom and you're in there and you're in a public place? What 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 do you normally say? <laughs> it's a good question. I want to see what what the comments are saying because there's uh, Mel and Link because only that's all he's put on 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 the question is what you're supposed to say if somebody knocks on, on a public bathroom. One comment here is very funny. It's open. <laughs> That's good. I like that. I might use that one day. It's open. <laughs> uh, somebody's put occupied. Proper American, that, innit? We wouldn't say that, would we? Occupied. <laughs> uh, these are funny, mate. Here's another one. Be gone, turd burglar. <laughs> Big gone turd burglar. Brilliant. Here's one. Seats taken. <laughs> That's good. Come back with a warrant. <laughs> uh, these are brilliant. <laughs> uh, someone's put, I am the one who knocks. Right, he knocks. That's good. See, I don't mind a knock. That's more respectful. 
you know. Anyone in? <laughs> Someone's put come in. Um, I'm making a deposit. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Occupado. What does that mean? Occupado. I'm guessing that. Is that like a Spanish? Probably means occupied, isn't it? Yeah. American. <laughs> uh, you know that video where the guy smacks himself in the nuts with that rubber band then farts while falling over more seductively? Yeah, just make all those noises in that order. Okay, nothing, let them guess. Come in, let's pee together. <laughs> I like that. Speak, friend, and enter. Someone's put, Grandpa, is that you? <laughs> I'm ready when you are. Somebody's in here. Finally, some customer service to give me a hand. <laughs> These are brilliant. I like them. Well, there you go. That was today's No Stupid Question. Uh, that was quite a very funny question. I like that one. Talking about turds, uh, the UK's have got rid of a turd quite recently. Those of you who don't know. <laughs> BJ himself. Yeah, big BJ. <laughs> uh, they've, uh, they've got rid of him now. That was it, the last straw. I think somebody was messing about, right? Like cheating. I don't know what they they were doing. Inappropriate stuff in office, yeah. And BJ knew about it, obviously, because his name's BJ. And uh, <laughs> the, the 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 Parliament uh, are not happy with him, so his Tory party are like, "Nah, we don't like this guy. We need to get rid of him." And I think, right, the Tories are just full of themselves, and it. That's what I think. And because they've been looking like, if you think back to David Cameron days, right, the government has been useless. I mean, all governments are the same, right? So they've got they've got rid of him now. And I think what is he the third person they've had since they've been in like control? And now they've voted for like so a load of MPs voted, yeah. So they 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 want to lead the party and the country, and there's two left now, right? There's a lady who I forgot her name, and then there's this other guy named Rishi Sunak. Rishi Sunak is an Indian guy, <laughs> and if the UK have a U an Indian prime minister background, right? Families from India, I would be really surprised. <laughs> I would actually be surprised. If a man of colour ruled the UK. <laughs> I wonder what the first thing he'll do is. Probably give us all discounts. <laughs> if he's not a true Indian, he needs to give us discounts. That's the first thing he needs to do. He needs to reduce the tax, right? Um, and try and get this country back on its feet again. <laughs> Because people are struggling out there, man. I'm telling you. But yeah, so that that's we'll find out. I don't know. I think that's in September when that gets selected. I don't know why that's so far away. Like, just put the person in control now. What are you waiting for? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um. So yeah, we'll see in September. Maybe I'll come back then and and tell you that Rishi Sunak didn't get it. <laughs> he didn't get the position. 
But I've got a feeling he might do, you know. He might do. I'll be surprised if he does. I will be very surprised. Um, so, yeah, good luck to him anyway. Right then, let's do a weird news story because this podcast is absolutely mental. Right then, weird news story, my favourite bit of the podcast. Here we go. Today's weird news story, I'm not sure where it actually originates from, but we'll find out. (laughs) But as soon as I saw the title, I was like, you are the winner. (laughs) Right, today's weird news story, wait for it, (laughs) is Vicar wearing only stockings caught performing... An act with a Henry Hoover in church. (laughs) Oh, mate. Right. John Jeffs. Right. He's not getting a shout out because he's a pervert. John Jeffs, who's 74 years old. You don't even get a happy birthday. I'm sorry. He was seen thrusting... (laughs) (laughs) into a vacuum and later told police he felt naughty (laughs) okay here we go so a church leader has been fined and placed on the on the offenders register for performing an act with a Henry Hoover (laughs) John Jeffs as mentioned was naked apart from a pair of stockings (laughs) when he was seen during the act by a churchgoer who was attending a talk about Asperger's Syndrome. (laughs) That's what he should have said. He should have said he's got Asperger's and this was part of his... uh... Oh, God, I feel bad for saying that. That's part of his routine. <laughs> so a court heard Jeff's, right? Oh, he's a retired vicar. He's retired, so he's allowed to do whatever he wants now, isn't it? I wonder if he did it when he was actually a vicar. Anyway, he noticed a member of the public, but carried on. So, <laughs> How can you carry on? That's the worst thing. <laughs> and then he later told police he did it because he felt naughty. So Jeffs of Middleton, Chennai, in Northamptonshire, always from the UK, was found guilty of indecent exposure after a trial at Northampton Magistrates Court on Wednesday. Magistrates heard Jeff committed the act while working as a pastoral manager at Christian Faith Base Group. <laughs> it's always the religious ones, isn't it? You do all these kind of things. That's why I'm not religious, man. <laughs> What's the point? Uh, so he was at a group for parents talking about Asperger's. Man, that must have been a shock for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the court heard he was in the office at the Baptist Centre in Middleton, Cheney. Is that in the US or in? Because obviously we we share the same cities, and it names. <laughs> anyway, it was in September 2020. 
He must have been bored, innit? Pandemic. He must have thought, right, I've got to clean up while I've got Henry out. <laughs> I've got a confession to make, officer. When he was seen carrying out the act, a witness saw him standing between two dark chairs. <laughs> Frosting into a Henry Hoover. Poor Henry, man. I mean, if it was Harrietta, Harrietta's the 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 the, the female Hoover, in it is it Harrietta? I'm sure it's Harrietta. <laughs> the court heard Jeffs, who has a clean record, he don't anymore, was given an 18 month community order. I wonder if he's got to clean the streets now for that community order. And he was ordered to sign the the sex offenders register. He was also ordered to pay eight hundred and forty five pound in court costs, and two hundred pound in compensation to the victim who witnessed the act. <laughs> he had to pay the woman or the, the man. I don't know who it was f- for doing it. <laughs> what about poor Henry, man? What does he get? I don't know, man. That's mad. I wonder if she bought a Hoover after that. The defence solicitor said Jeffs was still coming to terms with the loss of his wife <laughs> at a young age. Ah, oh, there's the excuse. When did his wife pass away, man? And was in a lot of pain. <laughs> I bet he was in a lot of pain. I mean, have you ever tried it with a Henry Hoover? I don't even know how you fitted it in. He was ignoring his health and his diabetes, but was not medicated. The magistrate said, Why you thought it best to bring this matter to trial, I have no idea. <laughs> He's right though, isn't it? Like, why would you want to go to court? I mean, it's so embarrassing, isn't it? I would just like, alright, just give me the fine. I'll do what I have to do. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Funny thing is, I've got a Henry Hoover as well, and I'm looking at him right now. Uh, no, I ain't got no thoughts. Right, that was today's uh, weird news story and today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, that was a great story, ain't it? I love that. Right, folks, I'll be back soon. Hopefully, if I don't record one before, I'll be back after Edinburgh. I might have a few stuff to talk about then. Oh, 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 oh.